Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to an episode of Living Light Outdoors on the mic with you. Man, it is a blustery, windy day again here in Oklahoma. Uh, I don't know, for those of you that follow me on social media and, and are close, you probably saw a poem that I wrote in the middle of the night last night. Uh, man, I'm pretty sure I felt the house move a couple of times with those wind gusts that were coming in. But I wrote a, a, a poem that God dropped into me called Wind Song. And uh, it's a, just a short poem. You can find that on our Facebook page on the mindless wonderings of a dreamer. Uh, and I actually think I typed that the spelled that W A N D E R I N G S, the mindless wonderings of a of a dreamer. But it's on our Facebook page if you'd like to find that, uh, or on our, or you can find it through my Facebook. Man, I, <laughs> it's been a difficult week. There has been lots of things going on. There has been lots of challenges, lots of struggle. Uh, I've spent a lot of time crying out to the Lord. There's, there's just been some personal moments involved here. Rhonda and I have, uh, have been on our knees together, uh, speaking into her, speaking into me a lot. Um, just, just a difficult time. It seems, uh, and, and I know that we have these, these seasons in our life where, uh, God tests us. He puts us to the test. And I believe that's where I am at this moment. Uh, that, that I'm being tested, I, and I'm and I'm crying out to God in every way that I know to do. Uh, Listen to several messages. I heard one just recently from uh, uh, T.D. Jakes that was talking about praising. Uh, the, the weeping is our sowing, but rejoicing and praising is our harvest. Man, what a powerful message that was! And 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 I want to I want to I want to do that. I want to I want to weep into my sowing. I want to you know breaking ground and planting seed and tending a garden is difficult, but when it comes time for uh, for the harvest, the way the way T D Jakes said in his message was you you, you use a certain set of tools uh, to to plant. Uh, so you have to break the ground, and you have to hoe the garden. You have to you know work your rows up, but then you have to change tools for the harvest. So and he referenced that in this this weeping and tears is our is our sowing of the seed, and the watering of the garden, the t- the toiling over the garden. But then we have to switch tools, and we go to rejoicing and praise in the harvest. And I thought that was very good. The message I have for you today. It's just scripture. It's coming out of Psalms 34, 1 through 22, and I'm going to read it in the Amplified Version. But I titled it, The Lord of Provision and Rescue of Those Who Fear Him. God is the, is the Lord of our provision and the Lord of our rescue of those who fear Him, who have a, 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 a humble fear. And that fear, in, in most references, if you look that up in the Strongest Concordance, in most places in how fear of God is used, it is a, it's considered phobia uh, or terror. And, and it's not so much fearing God that he's sitting up there with a big stick and going to play a little whack-a-mole on us every time we mess up. It's fearing the, 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 the end results. It's fearing God's wrath. We don't want to be the recipient of God's wrath. I want to be on his good side. And basically he said, those who uh, who don't adhere to my word, who don't follow me, are enemies of God. I don't want to be an enemy of God. I want to be on his side. So check out this passage of scripture, and I'm going to, I'm going to do my best to read through this. Um, it, it is powerful. It's something that spoke to my heart. It has ministered to me. Uh, I have spent some time dwelling on this word, and I, and I want to share it with you. Psalms 34 Uh, Starting with verse 1, we're going to go through verse 22 in the Amplified. Psalms 34 verse 1 says, I will bless the Lord at all times. 
His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul makes it boasts in the Lord. The humble and the downtrodden will hear it and rejoice. O magnify the Lord with me, and let us lift up his name together. I sought the Lord on the authority of his word, and he answered me, and he delivered me from all my fears. They looked to him and were radiant. Their faces will never blush in shame or confusion. This poor man cried, and the Lord heard him and saved him from all his troubles. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him with awe-inspired reverence and worship him with obedience, and he rescues each of them. O taste and see that the Lord our God is good. How blessed, fortunate, prosperous, and favored by God is the man who takes refuge in him. O reverently fear the Lord, you his saints, his believers, his holy ones, for to those who fear him there is no want. The young lions lack food and grow hungry, but they who seek the Lord will not lack any good thing. Come, you children, listen to me. I will teach you to fear the Lord with awe-inspired reverence and worshiping him in obedience. Who is the man who desires life and loves many days that he may see good? Keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking deceit. Turn away from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. The eyes of the Lord are toward the righteous, those with moral courage and spiritual integrity, and his ears are open to their cry. The face of the Lord is against those who do evil, to cut off the memory of them from the earth. When the righteous cry for help, the Lord hears and rescues them from all their distress and troubles. The Lord is near to the broken. He's near to the heartbroken. And he saves those who are crushed in spirit, contrite in heart, truly sorry for their sin. Many hardships and perplexing circumstances confront the righteous, but the Lord rescues him from all of them. He keeps all his bones, not one of them is broken. Evil will cause the death of the wicked, and those who hate the righteous will be held guilty and will be condemned. The Lord redeems the soul of his servant and none of those who take refuge in him will be condemned. What a short but powerful piece of scripture. Man, we can take refuge in God. He is the, he's the Lord of our provision. He's the Lord of our rescue. He, he's, he's, he's quick to answer the cry of the righteous, those who are in right standing with him. The ultimate key to these things, we've got to be in right standing. The word of God has no power for, for those who don't know him, for those who are not secured in him, for those who have not surrendered to him. But for us, for us followers of Jesus Christ, those who have given our lives up for him, those who have sacrificed our life to him, those who have surrendered our life to him, he's our rescue and he's our provision. We've been crying out for provision. I know that sometimes when you hear a preacher and he's always asking about money, it gets a little old and tattered. Well, unfortunately, it takes money to, to operate in ministry. Uh, God is the God of provision, and that's where we put our hope, and that's where we put our trust. He may put it upon your heart to support a ministry. We're to tithe no matter what. That's, that's a God-given rule that we're to give up the first 10% to the, the storehouse, who, who, wherever you're being fed from is your storehouse. 
If you're attending at a local church, if you're members of a local church, that's your storehouse and you're to tithe into that storehouse. Anything you give outside of that becomes an offering or a gift. You may need to support missions. You may need to support evangelism. You may need to support other things, but your tithe, first and foremost, goes to your storehouse. That which you are being fed from. It's it's right there in Malachi. It's really plain. It's really it's not difficult to see the t- the 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 teachings on tithing. They're very impertinent and they're very important. And I believe that you can't outgive God. There's no way. The Bible says He owns the cattle on a thousand hills. I don't know if any of you looked at cow prices lately, but that's that's worth a pretty good chunk right now. And I kind of got a feeling it's like that. How many times should I forgive him? Seven times, and Jesus said no. Seventy times seven. Just because he says he's got the cattle on a thousand hills is not a mathematical equation. He's not looking for the math. He's simply saying, you can't outrun me. You can't outgive me. You can't outdo me. Trust me. That's where Ron and I are today. We're in a trust him motion here. We have to. We're in a position (laughs) that's uh, not one I'm familiar with. It's not one I'm used to being in. I like to help God. I, I, you know, I get in trouble. I go out and figure out a way to help him uh, supply my need. And I can't do that right now. This is for whatever reason. This is where he has us. We believe he's going to provide. That we stand on his word. We cry out his promises. It is difficult at times. What I'm asking of you today, pray. Pray for us. Pray for yourself. Ask God to use you however he needs to use you to move his kingdom forward. It might be that that God puts it on your heart to support us financially. Man, that's awesome. It might be that God prompts you that you need to begin to tithe into your local ministry like you should. You Again, I, test him. He actually says to test him. Test him and see if he won't return to you. The Bible says that in the same measure in which we give, he'll give back to us, pressed down, shaken together, and running over, will be poured into our lap. The same measure that you give, he'll multiply back to you. You're going to give with a spoon or maybe you're going to give with a ladle. How about how about you grab a shovel? Some of you have access to a backhoe. Some of you have access to something bigger than that. Give and, and let's see what God gives back to you. Make sure that you give accordance to his word. I didn't intend for this to turn into a tithing message, but apparently it is. Trust the Lord in all things. He has us in a place of trusting him. I believe, and I stand on the word, just like I just read, for those who fear God, they'll want nothing. He'll provide all of our needs. And I believe that he will. We've seen it. We've seen the miraculous. We've seen the outpouring of the supernatural in recent times in our own own lives right here in front of Ron and I. We've seen God provide miraculously. And we'll see him do it again. I believe that with all my heart. Trust him. Serve him. Give to him. Not just money, your time, your talents, the gifts that he's placed in your life. Give back to him and see what he does with them. See how he multiplies them and how he blesses you as you bless him. Amen. Whew. Wow. Okay. Well, that's where we're at. The Lord of provision and rescue to those who fear him. Lord, I pray over everyone who hears this message today. God, I ask you to pour into their heart, open up their heart. God, let them have understanding and ears to hear your word being spoken to them today. And God, that you prompt them to follow your heart, 
whatever that might be in their life. God, I ask you to open their mind and open their hearts up so that they see the direction that you would have them to go. God, teach us to trust you. Teach us to follow you in all of your ways so that you can prosper us in whatever areas of prosper we need to be. God, be our provision. Be our rescue. God, we're, we're grateful. We've, we've, we've poured out. We, we've, we've planted in weeping. God, now we're changing our tools and we're ready to rejoice in harvest. We're ready to rejoice in that time of harvest. Amen. We love you. We thank you guys so much for following us. Pray that you continue to serve him in every way you can. If you don't know the Lord, I challenge you to surrender your life to him. It doesn't take anything specific. It doesn't take some form or fashion. Just simply say, God, I'm ready to change my life. I surrender to you today. Come and fill me with your Holy Spirit. Set me apart, God, and put my feet on a path to follow you the rest of the days of my life. We love you guys. We thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for your support. Thank you for your prayers. Ron and I are praying for you, and we will continue to do that no matter what. Amen. We love you. God bless you. We'll talk to you again real soon.